Let's get into this conversation. <laughs> this always happens, Shay. I know. <laughs> Literally, I was going to say, let's get into this topic. But why do we have to be? <laughs> why do we have to follow one topic? It should be a conversation. There's going to be many topics. There's always many topics with us. So let's get into this conversation. What's that shoulder? Darth Vader? Is that his name? Darth Vader? Darth Vader does things with his shoulders? No, but he's like... Was I doing that? Kind of. With the shoulder. (laughs) With the shoulder? How does that make sense? You Darth Vader with a flare. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into this conversation. What are we talking about today, Sydney? We're talking about um, what it's like being an artist in the 21st century. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm writing. That a was a different laugh. I know, right? <laughs> I have thousands. No, I feel like I'm writing a paper, and you're trying to figure out, what's the title? No, what's the thesis? <laughs> this is what we're... Oh, t- I hate that. Same. That's, I have That's to do that right thing. now. <laughs> no, it's, it should never be the last thing you do in a paper. It's the first thing. Oh. How are you going to figure out the paper when you don't have a thesis? I just be writing, and then, you know, I'm like, yep, yeah, that makes me... Mm. Uh-uh. I know she did not make all those sounds in my ears. ASMR. What tea are you slurping on today? Well, it's everything that I like. It's everything that I am. You are what you eat. You are what you drink. We have um, honeybush, mandarin, and orange tea with honey. <laughs> That is nasty. You haven't tried it. It's really good. It's so summery and citrus tea. You want a dose? I want a dose. Mm-hmm. You like those abundant, juicy? Yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> what are we in church? <laughs> I would not say that if I were in church. <laughs> I don't have tea today. I forgot about that. But I do have the tea. I have ginger ale. Ginger ale. (gasps) So today we just don't like each other's drinks. It looks like it. You don't like ginger ale? No. How? (laughs) To say the least, I used to drink it too much. Right, I feel like every black person has. <laughs> like, okay, is that in, in my house, it's like it's like, oh, you feeling bad? Drink some ginger ale. Yeah. Drink ginger ale. That's it's true. medicine. It is medicine. <laughs> like, yeah. Stomach ache? Yeah. Ginger ale. Ginger ale. Feeling nauseous? Ginger ale. Ginger ale. That's that. Yeah, ginger ale. Yep. Mm. Broke your leg? Ginger ale. No, just pour ginger ale over it. Let's bathe in ginger ale. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. So we're going to talk about our experiences being two artists in this art world filled with art. I'm like, how are we going to segue? Like, what are we going to start with? What should we start with? Hmm. I feel like we should start off with just imposter syndrome. (laughs) Sorry. Let me just say that sentence again. (laughs) Imposter syndrome affects, it predominantly affects, like, um, people of color. And, And I agree with that. I think we do experience that, like, not feeling like we fit in a certain place or that we have a different perspective. And so we think that we are, um, shouldn't be in certain spaces. And I have felt that a lot, like, at college and just being, like, a Black woman who has Black experiences in the art world and that other, like, people don't understand. And... I think that's a big part of like my artistic journey personally like I don't know if I told you this Sydney but like last year uh like last semester my first semester at like this new school that I'm going to um I like knew it was gonna be like competitive I don't really have a problem with competitiveness and I knew that like as an artist, we have like critiques. So critiques, like, you know, the professor and the whole class, like critique your work and like, look at your work and like, kind of share how they feel about it, good and bad, but also give you like help and kind of lead you in the right direction or direction that they think could help your artwork. And so I had a class, an illustration class, and my teacher was this white woman (laughs) um she like so basically I had an art piece in and like it was a drawing of this black girl and she had like an afro puff but it was like more of a stylistic drawing of an of a girl and it looked like her afro puff looked more like if you know, um, uh, what's her name? From Steven Universe, uh, there's this character named Garnet. And uh, it, and her hair is like, kind of like boxy. Like it, it looks like kind of like more squarish, but like it, it shows what like, a, a, like an, a, a fro looks like, you know, it's just more stylized, you know? And so I did like that drawing and a lot of people in the class liked it and stuff like that. And then when my professor, it came around to my professor talking about it. Like I take criticism really well. Like I like a lot of people, they kind of break down with criticism and stuff like that. I've never experienced that. I, and I've been to school for like three years and I've been critiqued a lot but this day (laughs) this woman um basically was saying like making fun of it like she was like oh it glitched where did it glitch at do you remember what I was saying um the woman uh... (laughs) I don't remember that did I say this day did I say yeah, this day? Said, okay. Yeah. So this day. day, okay, my professor, she 
basically was like just ragging on my piece. She was like, this is what she said. She was like, well, I live in a neighborhood that has predominantly black people in it. And so I think I know what black hairstyles look like. And um, she doesn't look like that. I'm like, I am, you're literally talking to a black person. Like, what are you talking about? And she was like, she started, she was like basically dogging on myself. Like she was like, it looks like a TV. Like your hair, it looks like a TV. <laughs> she was laughing just the whole time. And, you know, calling it a TV and like a remote control, blah, 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 blah. Like, and I could take that. But the thing is like, she, and then other people in the class, like, were like laughing. And I can take that too. You know, I can joke around, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, like, um, I don't think she, she didn't give any advice on what I should do. Like, if, if you're going to critique somebody, say what you don't like and then say what you would think would make it better. She didn't do any of that. And that's when critique turns into hate. And I feel like, and I remember like after we went on break, I was just crying. Like I was crying so hard because I never experienced a teacher be that rude and like just disregard. Like she was a very like, that's the thing, her style, she was a real uh, realist, a realism like uh, artist, which means that she painted and drew her illustrations like very realistic like the hair must be like exactly what hair looks like the facial structures need to be exactly what people looks like very westernized mindset you know what I mean and so I have my style and my stylized drawing and my you know my cultural um uh cultural lens and perspective put into my art but because she is like a white westernized realism based artist she just hates on everything that isn't that and I kind of had to like that's when kind of like imposter syndrome like kind of kicked in for me I was like you know like does my art look weird does it look different like did it look horrible like and I was staring at my art and I was like maybe I should just draw something else and I'm like no why the heck do I need to do that you know like there's a bunch of people saying that they liked it and you know like some of my other friends I showed it to like they're like yeah it looks really dope and I don't know I think it's harder like being in a westernized like environment with and I was like the the one out of two I think I was this the I think I was like one of the only black people in that class there's other there's one other black girl but she was quiet the whole yeah. class and it's hard like being in a white environment like a prominently white environment and having like a different style that is different than other people's or experimenting in styles 
that aren't like western you know what i mean or like aren't like normal to the standards of like americans normal what they view as beautiful art you know like yeah oh you brought up so many so many beautiful important deep concepts in your anecdote like and i feel like we've had um this conversation before um some of the points that like i'm about to bring up but just even about like what it means to be black one what it means to be a black woman two an artist three a person of color as an artist four like just so many things and then just how you know our art is more than just oh it's you know we just colored it and it's art it's no like this is literally a part of us it's a reflection of us it's a reflection of our times how people respond to it is a reflection of the times and how people are perceiving it um our reflection of themselves too but it's you know i had as a <clears throat> as a black person or well, just even as a person of color, um, I had an experience. It wasn't necessarily associated with art, but I was having this conversation. I don't even know how it started, but it was with this guy. He wasn't black, but he ironically was a person of color. Um, but he was very immersed in, um, uh, I guess, just... I'm trying to see how I'm going to say this. <laughs> I don't know why my voice is going away, but yeah. We um, are having this debate, and I was like, like, yo, this is my experience. You know, this is how I see the world, X, Y, Z. And he was like, said the similar thing of, oh, I've been in a, like, what neighborhood did you grow? What neighborhood did you grow? And like, where are you from? And I was like, X, Y, Z, I'm from X, Y, Z. And he was like, well, I grew up in X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. And I know this number of black people and so I understand. And I was like, no, I was fuming. I was like, what you mean? What you talk about? I don't understand how people think that that's a valid argument to make against another, a black person. Like, how does that make sense? you talk about shoddy it's like it's almost like i hope this isn't offensive to myself but it's like you go to an aquarium and let's say where we you know we have our own community mm -hmm. we are within our waters and you have the visitors and they're like oh my goodness there's the seal and there's the dolphins or whatever there's a little fish and you don't you don't call yourself a fish. You're very aware of the fact that you're a human visiting said <laughs> ecosystem. Why in the world are you trying to be aerial? Like, you can't. You can't. You know? Respect the experience. And I was like, you are not... Because um, he said something. I don't... I can't verbatim remember what he said. But it was... I pretty much told him, like you are the oh i was like you're the observer experiencing me like you are not the experience i am the experience you see what i'm saying Period. yeah and 
Honestly, he thinks he thinks he thinks just because he had a few swimming lessons, he could swim with the fishes. <laughs> he can't swim with the fishes. <laughs> I didn't even wear. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, like that's that's what was coming up for me when you were talking about your professor saying how my neighborhood. But it's like, but no, <laughs> right? No, and that just goes into. Just even the tangent, I'll bring in the tangent of how I feel about people knowing me in general, people feeling like they know people in general. And it's like, you know, you, you, you only know me as well as you know the universe. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And at the same time, you only know me as well as you know yourself there's still so much to learn like i don't believe that we know each other i feel like even people who are really close to me like we understand each other there's an understanding but as a whole it's an experience and even within art and like my art i put the intention out there that this isn't about me. This is about the human experience of said vulnerability that's being displayed. But we've had conversations, you know, Jaya, how I feel about this, that, you know, art right now is so focused on, ooh, this is, you know, this is about um, Beyonce's life or Rihanna's life and it's just so focused on their egoic side versus the downloads that's coming in as they're creating it's about that and at the same time we're the vessel that is putting out that work and we are being used because we relate and connect to that work and so that's why when you have people who are incorrectly quote-unquote critiquing our work as um jay's professor did and is saying like oh this is like a tv box it's like no like this is a reflection of the vessel that i'm displaying my work as it is showing my black culture and you know it it's it's hard to this is, I feel, one of the reasons why it's even hard to kind of put yourself out there as an artist because there are people who put on their ignorant caps and ignorant glasses um, because that's just how they see the world. You know, we're artists, we view life in a different dimension, in a different realm. Um, we're very dysfunctional. That's just what we're here to do to create dysfunction and disruption in order to make people see things in a more aesthetic and healing light. But if you're not ready for that um, that shake, you're going to be ignorant and say that right. our hair, which we are all walking vessels of art, but you're going to say, if you don't understand said masterpiece, you're going to say it looks like a freaking TV. Right. So that's my rant. <laughs> And it even goes into like what you like what we've talked about before, like just misinterpretation of art. Yeah. 
you know, and how everything is going to be misinterpreted. But I think it's like what comes after your misinterpretation. Are you willing to talk about it and like talk about what you don't understand and what you misinterpreted? Or are you going to, like my teacher, hate on it? Like, I think there could have been a chance for her to be like, you know, if this is what you're trying to do, let me show you some techniques to um, accurately represent what you're trying to go for but instead she made the whole class laugh at something that I created mm. you know and like it's what happens after your misinterpretation of art like and I think all art is going to be uh misinterpreted but um like in terms of like I mean if you're in a gallery of artwork like you're gonna see a piece of art and you're gonna have your own point of view on it and stuff like that. You know, you're gonna have that little tiny little box that says the artist's names, but you're not gonna look at that first. You're gonna look at the art as a whole. And it's also like, how much as an artist are we willing to let people misinterpret ourselves and put our piece on the wall and say, you can do with this as you please. And I don't know. I think that's what like, hmm, we've talked about that a lot. And like, especially with your dance, like how much are you willing to share with the world? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really interesting because I feel like it's easier for me to be more vulnerable in body work, like dance. And uh, I guess you could argue acting because in a sense, like it's not too much of yourself you're you're right um, playing on another human being's um life so it's not as direct but i feel like with creating music and singing and performing like that's more so me and that is it's hard (laughs) it's hard it's fun but especially when you know you're writing songs and it's it's not always about what the lyrics are saying it's more so about the emotions that the story is bringing up um like you could have a song and it could be like oh it's about one said person which I've had misinterpreted before, but um, it's actually about the fact that, oh, this is what was going on in their life and they are overcoming this and this and that. Like sometimes you really have to read between the lines if you're really trying to dissect stuff, but it's not even, um, like I said, it's not even necessarily about me. It's about the parallels of my experiences and how they show up in other people's um, worlds and the lives and realities. Um, I feel like I was going to say something else. Um, <laughs> Damn, when it goes away. <laughs> it was about... <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I have brain freeze, but it's a, it's about, you know, um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, if you're going 
into somebody's art gallery or another form of their art gallery like a showcase or a concert <clears throat> you know it's it's if you're going in there or even just like here and you're listening to our wonderful coffee and toffee podcast the arts of communication i don't know <laughs> finesse <clears throat> It's, you know, if you're going in and you're like, yo, like, I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna know this person, you know, from their art or from whatever they're putting out. Like, it's, that's a very um, naive and ignorant way of looking at things because it's, you know, even if you listen to all of our podcasts, even if you consume all of our works, like you're still not gonna know us, but our experiences that we share will hopefully um, guide you to understanding yourself. That's what I believe. Um, that's what I personally believe this whole experience of life is all about is experiencing other people in order to better experience ourselves and so I feel like it's less about knowing and keeping tabs on how other people are doing or or what their celebrity lives and dating lives are like it's more so about what are they putting out and how can I learn from that for myself if that makes any sense mm-hmm. yeah it does make sense <laughs> yeah um Hmm. I would say maybe we could go a little <laughs> bit into art in the social world and both of our experiences like with social that. media? Yeah, yeah, social media. Like, we're talking about art in the 21st century, and that is yes. a big part of it, social media. Like, oh, yeah. you want to mm-hmm. start off? I feel like you'd be better at that because no, you, you would be better at that. You literally have like, you literally have like hundreds of of followers and like you know like your experiences with people with your art and like stuff like that. Like, mm. hmm. Okay, I'm trying to see how I'm gonna gauge this. Okay, for me. I know that I'm a very private person. I pride myself on privacy. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Um, And I feel like um, social media for me is more so about me sharing all of my creations um, and supporting that. Me, Me sharing it is me supporting my own art and also um, social media being a platform for people to indulge in it and to um, you know, support it and share it around. But I will say that I was, didn't think I was gonna talk about this, but you know, I, this is, okay. I've been on social media for a little bit. I think it's been since like the beginning of high school. I have a new account and it's very different than my first account 
that I had because the first account that I had reflected more of one of my occupations which is modeling and um because of how the modeling industry was at the time um it was smarter for me to display predominantly my modeling um accolades and so it, it was this battle I felt of, okay, well, I also have these cool things going on with music and this cool things going on with uh, dance and acting, but it just, I didn't feel very, it just didn't seem like it aligned at the time um, of me just like intersecting those worlds, if that makes any sense. And so that was kind of stifling for me because I felt like I was, I just wasn't properly um, investing in all aspects of my creative self. Um, so I feel like, you know, you just have to be smart with how you showcase your art if it is on social media and just gearing it in a way that makes it make sense for you. Because one of the things that works, probably one of the most successful things that any successful person can do is to have it make sense for themselves before the crowd comes versus mm -hmm. being there, have the crowd come and then trying to make it make sense. You know, it only works if you're already on board, if the layout is already set for you. You don't want society to create the layout. Um, as an artist, you're creating the layout for society anyways, if that makes any sense. Well, I was going to say, I feel like your 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 um, Instagram now is a lot more reflective of you and like how, like your creativeness. Like, I feel like like your Instagram is a lot more like like you you know what I mean like I don't know how to like explain it but I definitely feel like it is more you and I wonder like maybe why I mean I think I know why but like <laughs> like maybe you like were less felt less restricted as an artist and like um, I wonder how that in uh, impacts like all of everyone's arts artist artistic journeys is like how restricted do you feel and how like you know like I think sometimes that's what keeps me from posting something is like how maybe uh restricted I feel or how maybe judged I might feel or like like whenever I post my artwork, I immediately like log off the app, <laughs> like yeah. log off completely. Cause it's, I don't know for me, it's like, oh, like I'm one of those artists that like has a hard time putting my out, out art out there. Like there's a lot of artists like that, but I'm definitely one of those artists. But at the same time, I want to put my art out there. I just feel like it is such a vulnerable thing. It's such a personal thing. And if it's not well received, then I'll just like, shrink down you know like but it doesn't stop me from doing art it's just scary like putting yourself out there is kind of scary but exciting as well but anyway 
Oh. <laughs> Big. Um, I think for me, it was. I was very mindful, one, of who I was allowing into my space. Um, and I feel like just being comfortable with knowing that, okay, these people are the ones who I know um, support me and, you know, they just are real. And they're really straight up. And I really appreciate everybody who supports me what I do. And I don't post... um, At the moment, I'm refraining from posting any modeling necessarily because it just... It got to a point where it, it felt very... Like... It just didn't align with my character. Like, because I felt like I would do a gig and then I'd be like, okay, well, now it's time to post it because, you know, you got to promote. That's the after effect. Um, after you do a show, it's best that you post, you know, the everybody's work or whatever. And it just felt like I was meshing work and friends and, and I just didn't like that. So I feel like now it's, a little bit more <laughs> it's better <laughs> um yeah so that's what i did with that mm-hmm. mm. interesting <laughs> interesting <laughs> i feel like for me um like as a visual artist and like graphic designer more like you know fine arts artist instead of like uh sydney is more like body artists like you know dance and music and stuff like that and I I want to do music but like I don't know I've tried like Sydney said like it's very vulnerable and it will happen one day like I will put out something of me singing one day but like it just it's gonna take a lot for me to get there but with art like visual arts it is really hard to like gain a following and get your art out of there out there um in this day and age like it's 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 easier in this like it's good in the sense that people now um they have more appreciation for like art and um the people behind art and like all different like um types of people and like what they like to do and styles and everything but it's really hard in the term like in the sense that like um a lot of these artists that you see that like uh go big they usually have a specific style that they like implement in everything they do and I was watching so I uh I followed this uh Instagrammer called Monica and Monica Hernandez and she's like one of the first Instagram um artists that I've ever watched she's a New York-based artist you should check her out she's great I love her and I was watching one of her live streams recently and I asked her like she's doing like a Q&A and so I asked like a question 
And what I asked was like, basically something that I struggle with is like a lot of the times in art school, you're supposed to like have a figure out what your specific style is. And um, if you don't have a style, then you're like, it's a negative, like you need to find your own style like immediately, right? But I'm the type of person that likes to dabble in all different types of styles, just like I like to dabble in all different types of art. And so I asked her, I was like, um, what do you think about like people? And, and also in like um, famous artists and art galleries, when they ask artists to come with their art, they would rather pick an artist that has like one set style than an artist who has multiple different styles. And yeah, and and they're usually the ones that get paid more because like, like, yeah, but um, so I asked, her, I was like, how do you feel about like the um kind of restrictiveness that artists have when it comes to style and like having to choose a style and stuff like that and she said that something that I kind of I really agree with she was saying that like you know having a style is kind of like really like like in the sense of like Instagram style and stuff like that, it's kind of just BS because there's a lot of people who do have like a nice style and stuff like that. But some people will, for example, their style will be um, every character in their paintings has to be green and wearing a top hat. And then they have to implement it, implement it in every single piece that they do. So then their art becomes very restrictive because they're set to one style right and mm. I, I think that like that whole stylistic is very restrictive like Picasso for example he had so many different parts of his life where you see different styles of artwork some of his art looks like it's done by a two-year-old and some of it looks like it's like 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 freaking um renaissance paintings and then he has a whole paintings just blue paintings some just red you know yeah and he was a famous painter and so it's like why is Picasso allowed to have all these different styles but nowadays artists aren't you know like we have to stick by a style you know mm -hmm. but for me I don't work like that like if I have a certain emotion I'm gonna pick a style that has that or I'm gonna just paint with that emotion and it's going to have a different style than some of my other paintings because I feel a different way and so that's one part of it but the thing is with uh, Instagram and stuff like that the people who have a green person in their paintings and every single one are going to get more followers because oh when I look at them I know exactly who they are because they always do the same thing yeah and so that's the tricky part about like art and then there's the other part is like, how much do you want to put yourself out there as like the artist to the art? Like, mm -hmm. and um, how much do you want to profit off of yourself? Like put yourself out there and like um, kind of profit off of yourself. Like, oh, like um, I was watching this one episode of, good trouble and the yes. guy <laughs> the guy artist what's his name 
Do you know what I'm talking about? He is beautiful. He has curly hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, There's one episode. In that pool. I forget what his name is. It's like Rael, Kyle. Gael, Gael. His name is Gael. Gael. Mm-hmm. I believe it. <laughs> and um, Gael is like the artist in the like cast. And this is one episode where he has to decide like whether or not he wants to put himself out there like kind of more like like mm-hmm. kind of like put himself out there as the Hispanic artist and that's all they see of him or like the fine artist so they would take more pictures of him and profit off of that right and you see that like a lot of artists have to deal with that like should I put myself out there and profit off of myself like whether it's my culture or my differences or my sexuality or my body and it's hard and he he ended up not wanting to do that and it goes into like the whole topic like the artist and the art art you know like how do what do we want to focus on like can we focus on one without the other or like you know like can we focus on the art without focusing on the artist you know, like, or not even thinking about the artist, like, when you stare at a canvas, like, uh, for example, there's this conversation that some of my friends and I were having, like, years ago in high school during this thing called Be Free, and one of my friends was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> wait a minute, no. <laughs> why did you make it so- during this thing? We had a free period. Even oh, yeah, yeah. It's a whole bit. It was. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a free period, and we called it be free. Like it's be like free. right, and so like there's this one conversation that we were having, and I walk into the room, and one of my friends is like, "Hey Jay, like, what do you think of this painting?" And I was like, "Oh, it's beautiful." And then they were like, "What do you what would you think about it if I told you it was painted by Hitler?" Right, and so like it's like just because it was painted by Hitler doesn't mean that it's less beautiful. Oh, that's like cancel culture. Right, right, right. But like, it's the same thing with like uh, art. Like, just because it's done by this person, should I, should I kind of like, um, think about them in relation to the painting, or in relation to the art piece? Mm. And I think, I think most of the time we do like well at least for me like sometimes I do sometimes I don't like there is this um my brother me and my brother were actually talking about this recently but um like there was this one painting and oh what is it called but anyway the painting was like um it was a remake of a painting done by Rembrandt and it was like um it's of this woman like you probably everybody's a lot of people have seen it it's like a more like it's a biblical painting and it's of this woman like basically like killing this 
sky or whatever and then there's a person behind her like it's very like dark lit or whatever I forget what it's called but it was originally a Rembrandt painting and then she painted it and so when she painted it though um her story she was sexually assaulted um mm-hmm. and raped when she was younger and so a lot of people um they attached those emote those um that story of her being sexually assaulted to the painting and saying like this is why it is more like emotional and the woman is like more like you know uh like a kind of aggressive towards the man in the painting but then she comes back and she's like I don't want people to associate me with just my sexual assault experience just because of just of the experience I had but I want people to see all different parts of me not just define me as this one experience that I had right and that's like Tina Turner she was saying something like that right I'm kind of going off topic but no I mean we don't it's art it's art (laughs) all of the topics (laughs) right but it's just it's like what are we willing to show and be vulnerable and the people that I feel like I don't know well there's a mix I mean I think there's a lot of popular people who don't like show their parts of their like the the parts of their life that they want to like keep private you know there's a lot of people but it's hard man it's hard and then and also it's like it's really important I feel like to support artists but at the same time like there is like you know if you don't like something you don't like it and you don't have to like repost it or whatever and share it and stuff like that but I'd be reposting other people's artwork all the time like because I know how (laughs) 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 because I know how hard it is to be an artist Mm. in this day and age you know and especially like when art is your only way of income like you're a freelance artist like that is like like you know people have patreons or whatever and they're like one dollar a month like if you see somebody has a patreon support them and it's like a dollar a month that's twelve dollars in a year you could do that that's like that's a starbucks that's a chipotle meal that's a mod pizza mod i don't think i've had that we should go at first okay when I first had it it was like I was like this is like Lunchables but then (laughs) I think they changed the recipe because I had it um like two years ago yeah oh my gosh that stuff was good they put the garlic all on it garlic maybe basil person in that day and there's always fine people in there Uh uh-oh always the menses the mints (laughs) yep yeah me and my friend we would get my pizza and then sit out on the (laughs) we would get my pizza and then we just sit on the um lawn or whatever with the grass or whatever and just eat our little mod pizza (laughs) that's what i miss about like going out like pre-pandemic no just chilling with your friends outside and like like in in where I live there's like a lot of like musicians outside and stuff like that and it's just really it's a vibe it's a vibe and just sitting out there eating some good good Mm -hmm. 
But anyway, back to art. You brought up a great um, point. I was thinking about it when you were like, um, for visual arts, that, you know, you have to have the signature aspect of your work. And I was just thinking about like genres and music and how, you know, if a lot of people, like for, okay, for example, a lot of people throw a lot of shade at Taylor Swift because she <laughs> pretty much hot genres, but it's like, that's something I also think about when creating music is, oh my God, like this doesn't sound like said genre or, first of all, as a, as a black artist, black musician people automatically think you're r&b anyways which is just wrong <laughs> right. fka twigs says something about that because she's definitely if you listen to fka twigs then you you know what i'm talking about she is not an r&b artist but she is a person of color she's black and people try to put her in that group it's like what the heck that's not right that's not accurate um but it's like you are limiting what is really trying to happen right i respect artists who really just do whatever you know Mm -hmm. because that's what it's supposed to be i feel like even just with genres and having a signature stamp or aspect on a visual artwork or anything like that it's it's I feel like it's kind of one of those things where it's like you're trying to simplify yourself or expression of self to somebody else's understanding like or appease or appease other people like 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 if people get pissed if you switch genres like say if 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 Snoop Dogg started singing. People be like, "Hold up, bro! <laughs> what you doing? What are you doing?" Like, but say Snoop Dogg's a really good singer. It's like, why can't he sing? Yeah, he could be up there. <gasps> I don't know. That's horrible. Bro. Yeah, it's a homer I carry up in the streets. See, what I'm saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg, yeah. whistle tones. Oh my gosh, whistle Snoop Dogg gonna whistle. <laughs> He taught her. Who knows? Yeah. No, he didn't. You never know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But yeah, it's like, damn, can people live? Can people breathe? Can people create? Can't people change? Yes. Can't people change? Yes. That's really what it comes down to. There's all people we go through oh so many stages of our lives how do you expect somebody to stay the same their whole life yeah. that would just be boring yeah you could be sitting for example you could be sitting in one spot during this whole pandemic crisis quarantine that's a very long time and you're different you're different than when you first sat down i guarantee you you had some epiphany i guarantee it mm-hmm Oh, can we talk about? Okay, I was okay. I, love I was. This. this is so fun. <laughs> Recently, I was thinking about like, like art, and then there's this one video I watch online, 
And I felt like I related to it so much. And it was this girl and she was doing like a little skit and it was like her and this other person. And then she was like, oh, can you draw me? And then she was like, um, and the other girl was like, you know, I heard you were really good at drawing. And then she's like, yeah, you know, I guess I'm an art student or whatever. And then she's like, okay, well, can you draw me real quick? And she's like, okay, that will be like $10, $15. And then she was like, oh, you want me to pay? <laughs> and I'm just like, that is so true. There's so many people. It's like, I'm going to paint something if I want to paint something and if you want to commission something then commission it you know what I mean but don't just Mm -hmm. ask like I don't know some people it's just they don't see art as like an actual job that actually Mm. takes time and work and like a lot of time and work like just as much as like a a engineering job would take Mm. you know and then they 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 downplay your talent and your worth mm-hmm. and they'll they'll like they'll either pay you like the bare minimum or like barely, ba- barely pay you at all basically and that's another thing I was thinking about like mm-hmm. why is that when art is needed so much and people want art so much but then they don't like they're not willing to like actually pay people what they deserve like artists what they deserve right Mm. oh my god that is a beautiful (laughs) just statement question comment everything like because i um i didn't get into um i applied to i auditioned because you have to audition i auditioned to be a dance major um past the time that I ideally wanted to do it, but nonetheless, I did it. But I didn't get in, and I was telling some people, and they were like, oh, you know, you could dance anytime, and you could just go on the street and dance right now. And I'm like, um, no. (laughs) You know, like, it's, it's, I think, you know, in schools, it's seen as a hobby and it's seen as a side thing and the thing that pays the bills are the traditional nine to five jobs but like artists we're always working our brains are highly active we could stay up for so many nights and so many days like there's really no off switch we're constantly creating and it's a lot of our energy. You would think we'd get paid millions in general, you know? Right. And there's so many, everything is is some aspect of art. Um, the clothes you wear, how a pen is designed, how your house is structured is, mm. you know, just it's just so many incredibly beautiful monumentous things. And it's like, it's just not, it, it's seen as a norm, but also as an outlier of society. Um, people value what they want to value, and it's very upsetting. But it's, I think it's, um, we see many aspects of it on a day-to-day basis that it's like, it's very common. So it's like, it would have to be 
a very boring looking or a very dry <laughs> um society pretty much you know in order for people to i think really appreciate the colors and the variations of structures and ideas and canvases um for us to be paid millions and billions and trillions of dollars you know what i'm saying like <laughs> But yeah, that's right. a good point. That's a very good point. Mm. Make me upset. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's only like we're for their entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and even going into <clears throat> celebrities' lifestyles, you know, um, celebrities get paid more if they're trending. If they do something whack, like it's less about their art. It's more so about their chaos and you kind of somehow mm-hmm. art more, but it's like, it's this weird debacle. It's like you said, it's more so about just, there's a difference in what needs to be at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is it's really upsetting. Yeah. Wow. Well, Thank you guys for we're gonna we're gonna end it there because like we said we could keep going on and on, 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 on. and on. But the art world is the best world, and if you're an artist, <laughs> you're G. Like you're genius. <laughs> I love being an artist. It's great. It's great to express myself. Express yes. yourself. <laughs> great. Huh? Is that from Brad's? No, that's what oh. um. Express yourself, pop, ba na 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 na. Express yourself. No, like the. It's not what you look like when you're doing what you're doing. Why does it sound so familiar? Um. Oh my gosh, you don't know. Hold on, let me look this up right now. Have you seen the movie Brats? It's great. (laughs) I wasn't actually allowed to watch Brats. No, but this is the real people. This is the real life. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch, like... Jaya. I feel like this was on our movie list. No, why would it be on our movie list? I'm not watching that. No, but like our high school movie list. You already watched Fought in Our Stars Without Me, which blows my mind. What? What high school movie list? We had high school movie list, and Fought in Our Stars was on there, and you watched it. I, like, I watched it a long time ago. I think yeah, it, it was, was even it was, before no, high school. No, 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 no. It was on our movie list. Definitely. And he was like, oh, yeah, you gotta watch it. And then I was like, oh, yeah. And then <laughs> I do because I feel the pain. I watched it. Labyrinth. The singer? The so- yeah, Labyrinth. That, that That's the song I'm singing. Shout out to Labyrinth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but we'll catch you guys next time. Our last possibly episode of Coffee and Toffee for this season. See ya! Bye. Bye. Bye.